and welcome to another episode of Bitcoin in Asia from Bitcoin Magazine. I'm John Riggins, and our guest this week is Liu Feng, founder and editor-in-chief of Chinese crypto media group Chain News. Uh, Feng was former EIC at Bloomberg Business Week in China before founding Chain News at the end of 2017, uh, and he shares his firsthand insights into the media industry in China, uh, how coverage of Bitcoin in China happens and has evolved, uh, both in the mainstream press and in industry-specific media there. We also get into China's mining industry. Chain News recently brought back the annual spring mining conference uh, that happens during the rainy season uh, every year in Chengdu. Uh, and we also get into some other kind of sector trends that he's seeing on the ground there as editor-in-chief of Chain News. It's a good talk, and I hope you enjoy it. All right. Welcome to the show, Fung. Uh, it's great to have you in. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with you yet, uh, can you just give us kind of a, a quick uh, background, um, where you're coming from and, and where you are now? Okay. Thank you, John. Um, my name is Feng. Um, uh, actually, I, I'm, I'm running a Chinese crypto news outlet, Chain News. Uh, so far, Chain News is one of top uh, crypto news uh, outlets here in China. Um, previously, I, I ha- actually I have been in business reporting for around two decades already. Previously, I was editor-in-chief of Bloomberg Business Week Chinese edition. At the end of uh, 2017, um, my, two of my friends and myself, we established uh, Chain News. Um, yeah, after we have been in this industry, I mean, crypto for two and a half years already. Yeah, for sure. It's really an eternity in, the, in, in this world. And uh, I remember when you kind of came on the scene two and a half years ago, and it was, uh, you know, it's a big deal. There's uh, new media being formed, former editor-in-chief of Bloomberg Business Week in China. Um, so mm-hmm. that was kind of a news in itself um, in terms of kind of legitimizing the space as something worth covering. Um, before we start getting into uh, those last two years, I um, wanted to just ask a little bit about that that time in Bloomberg and kind of in institutional media in China uh, previously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, can you give us kind of some context, uh, I guess, for, you know, uh, any kind of maybe misconceptions that outsiders have of how kind of it operates? Um, you're, I think at Bloomberg, it was... Um, uh, you know, somewhat of a uh, kind of a licensing um, thing with with a foreign brand. Yeah. Give, give some context for kind of, I guess, your your career and some of that institutional media that you were a part of for a while. Okay, um, first, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about what is in institutional media. Uh, you <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess, uh, I guess I just mainstream you, media. You, well. you, are talk, you are talking about the serious media, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just mainstream. So, so we're we're serious yes, media okay. here. I think we would both say we're serious media, but uh, but I guess more mainstream, less uh, less niche, at least back then. Okay, you know, you know, in China there are so many media. Uh, um, we have mainstream media like People's Daily. I think you know what is People's Daily, right? So, yeah, I guess uh, most of outsiders may think all Chinese mainstream media are state-owned. Is that correct? I think there's probably uh, a perception that, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I think I think for for most of Western people, you think um, Chinese mainstream Chinese media are state owned. Actually, um, that is yes and no. Uh, for yes. Um, uh, I mean, the media industry in China is regulated, it's fully regulated. So um, I believe uh, our government owns mainstream media, but there are a number of market-oriented media in China already. Uh, some of some of them are very good at. Um, they, they, they can produce very good quality content, mm -hmm. especially in business reporting, in sports, entertainment, and lifestyle reporting. So mm -hmm. I think that is the, the, the biggest uh, misperception for outsiders. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and so Bloomberg Business Week, Editor-in-Chief, you come in, you decide to found uh, media focused on Bitcoin and crypto. Uh, can you give us <laughs> kind of that short story version of how that happened? and? Um, I guess what what kind of made you jump in full time? It, obviously, it's a, it's a risk to do that. Okay, you know, as a journalist, I have been closely uh, covering Bitcoin or blockchain technology for a while. I remember um, Business Week. I mean, English version of Business Week published a long form feature story in twenty eleven. We translated it into Chinese. It was a very, very challenging task, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's difficult, it's, it's difficult to understand what, for example, it's difficult to understand what is mining, how to translate it into Chinese context. Absolutely. We know, <laughs> we, we know mining gold, but you, are, you will use a software to mine something digital <laughs> it's very difficult it's, it's difficult to translate it so yeah and so that was 2011 yeah. i mean that was super early did that did the yes, way that you translate yes. it then has that has that lasted yes. until now uh so you kind that of set, set the standard long, for how to know you know that is a long story very good story about what is bitcoin and how it works it's, it's, it's amazing story so i remember we were, i talked to several translators and we we define some some dictions in, in in Chinese. Yeah, I think so. From that story, I I, I try to understand Bitcoin. Um, you know, um, you know, in 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 China, um, in China, uh, I remember in 20, 2015 or twenty sixteen. A, a lot of uh, mainstream, mainstream, you like this word, mainstream <laughs> financial institutions, financial, big financial um, firms tried to, uh, try to go into uh, this field. They do not talk about, they, they did not talk about Bitcoin, but they, they talked about blockchain technology. Mm -hmm. I, I remember uh, that was in 2015 or 2016, something like that. Yeah. So, um, for, but for myself, I think blockchain technology is cool. In 2017, you know, um, more and more people were talking about blockchain, especially Bitcoin. It, it was because of market. Mm -hmm. mm, it's really 
it's really good time for crypto, right? <laughs> yeah. So at the end of uh, 2017, um, two friends and myself, we, 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 we want to do something different. They want, we want to jump into a new world. That's why I jumped into this rabbit hole. There you go. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and uh, from, from the good time to kind of uh, this, this uh, winter <laughs> market you have and, uh, and hopefully on the way up. So it was an interesting time. So that is, that is a sad story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, you got to grind like everybody else and make it through to the, uh, to the, to the next bull run. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, so, so you jump in. Um, decide to you know start covering it natively and then hiring a team of reporters and whatnot. Uh, can you talk a little bit um, kind of now about how Bitcoin is covered? Sorry to go back to that mainstream. We won't, we won't talk about the mainstream media anymore after this. But uh, how Bitcoin is is covered today uh, in kind of the you know mainstream business or you know non uh, uh, you know, kind of crypto press. Um, and if that's changed at all over the last five years or so, any kind of trends you're seeing there. Um, I think one kind of data point, not media wise, but um, the uh, inclusion of um, some kind of Bitcoin mining related questions on the Gaokao was kind of an interesting thing that happened in mainstream uh, education, I guess. Talk a little bit about how Bitcoin coverage has changed, I guess, how it is now. Okay. So may I ask you this, the same question? Yeah. What, what uh, do you observe in Western mainstream media regarding Bitcoin? Yeah. Do, uh, do, you, do you think they like Bitcoin? Uh, so I think uh, I think there's been a big change in going from you know mm -hmm. back in 2013, 14, uh, everyone was excited when it was covered at all, yeah. uh, and it was usually for some kind of scandal, for some you know exchange hack, or uh, you know uh, someone losing a large amount of Bitcoins or something like that. And now it's I think it's just kind of a, a part of mainstream mainstream tech coverage in the way that uh, you know like any really kind of tech in the US is probably has kind of a, a little bit of a negative bent in terms of how it's coveraged. People focus on some of the negative aspects of it. That's still probably the case somewhat with Bitcoin, um, but also uh, it's, it's not kind of the whole story. And so, you know, you, you see news items that are in mainstream press about, um, you know, unicorns and Bitcoin now, like, you know, Coinbase or the Gemini's that are just covered like normal tech companies, um, normal uh, financial institutions. So I, I think there's definitely been a, a trend towards, uh, you know, um, it just as, as Bitcoin goes mainstream, to use that word yeah. again, uh, the coverage has, has followed that. Yeah, I think um, it's very similar here in China. Uh, I believe uh, sophisticated and smart, smart journalists, they can stand the beauty of Bitcoin and the beauty of blockchain, as always. So uh, maybe um, in several years ago, only few smart journalists who can understand what is Bitcoin, what is blockchain technology. However, more and more journalists are covering blockchain and covering Bitcoin here in China. I, I, I think that is um, I think that is a very good sign. You know, um, more and more people they, they can write stories and tell other people why they believe uh, blockchain technology is kind of innovation and why they think uh, the blockchain technology can change the world. 
that is a very good sign. Uh, I think more and more, we can see more and more journalists are talking about it. Uh, however, I don't think Chinese mainstream journalists, they, 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 they talk about unicorn here, unicorns here in, in crypto. You know, um, for one reason is most, uh, all most biggest crypto firms are exchanges here in China. Mm -hmm. However, crypto exchanges are not very welcome for mainstream media. That mm -hmm. is the reason. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting, interesting point. Um, and then, uh, so, so y'all's media, let's get, get kind of to y'all. Uh, how, uh, kind of, how do you think about the balance between, um, uh, you know, local, uh, you know, Chinese language reporting with um, people on the ground there versus translating, uh, you know, stuff that's coming from the West. There's obviously interest uh, in that from kind of uh, the audience in China. How, how do you kind of balance the, uh, I guess, reporting that y'all do versus translation? Okay, you know, at first I think uh, crypto is a global business mm -hmm. um, from day one. Um, however, currently we are in a very early stage. It means that we can see huge gap between the West and the East. Mm -hmm. um, in China, I, I believe we lack of systematic thinking about crypto. That is our problem. We are good at um, we are good at uh, you know we are very uh, practical. We are we are very practical, but we are not good at uh, system systematic thinking. There are tons of good stuff. I mean, um, good narratives, good explanations, and good articles ab about crypto in English. That's why um, we are keen to introduce the existing good stuff from English world to Chinese community. We did a lot. Um, in the meanwhile, I think we, we, we should try our best to, to explore the stories here in Chinese community, in Chinese community. So I think um, as a first, as a, as a beginning, we should introduce, we should translate. And as our in community grows, we, we definitely we will pay more attention to what are happening in China. Yeah, that's a, a process of letting the market develop for sure. Um, yeah, I guess uh, in in kind of the uh, the distribution of that media in China, can you can you give also some context for uh, kind of how people are consuming uh, this media today? Uh, you know, the different platforms, the different kind of things that you push out to. Um, I guess the the kind of crypto consuming audience and then the Chinese audience consuming media more broadly too. Yeah. Um, for, Ch for Chain News, uh, we have uh, our own website. It is a content platform. Um, we also have our app, news app. But for, I believe for most of Chinese crypto uh, participants, uh, WeChat is an amazing and most uh, useful platform. John, I think you have WeChat <laughs> as well, right? I, I think we've I been messaging on WeChat this week. <laughs> 
but yeah, I think <laughs> you know. amazing really is the word that, I mean, uh, even most people when they first come into contact with WeChat uh, say about it is how amazing it is that all this stuff is included uh, you know, yeah. on, one, on one application. Yeah, so 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 for West for Western people, uh, you are using uh, Twitter, Telegram to engage with others, but in in China, WeChat definitely the the the, the best platform for people to consume content to get the latest news. That's why we 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 uh, my observation is uh, in crypto world in China. Most of, most of people uh, consume news or content on WeChat. For sure. Um, yeah, it is kind of an interesting thing where most of the conversation uh, uh, in the West happens on Twitter. All, you know, that's, that's where all kind of the yeah. action is. And uh, there's just not, there's just such a, uh, a disconnect. There's just a, you know, there aren't the big kind of personalities from China uh, interacting on, on Twitter as much yet, and obviously vice versa, uh, uh, Westerners on, on WeChat. Um, yeah, any but, thoughts but on that? You know, for, 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 for Chinese people, if they want to engage with uh, Western crypto uh, persons, definitely they will use Twitter. But I, I think um, uh, Chinese, Chinese um, in, in China, crypto communities also has its own ecosystem. For, for, for Western people like you, if you want to engage with us, definitely you have to have a WeChat account. For sure, right? <laughs> for sure. And, and really, I mean, the translation on WeChat too is, I think, uh, I mean, it's actually uh, you know, possible to communicate with someone fully in Chinese and English yeah. and choose the translation feature. It's kind of amazing. Um, for sure. All right. Uh, any thoughts on? Uh, I guess we, we've had some um, kind of foreign media opening up in in China in the last you know year or so. Uh, any thoughts on uh, kind of Western crypto media coming into the market and how they're doing that? Just any thoughts? I don't think uh, a lot of uh, Western crypto media uh, setup uh, office here in in China. You know, due to um, media regulations here, I don't think. It's, it's easy to, to, to have office here. You have to apply for a permit from our government. Yeah, yeah. yeah. licensing deals, it's, however it's being done, I guess. Yeah, that is impossible for crypto media. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, but I, I definitely, I see uh, several uh, Chinese-speaking journalists, um, they are working for Western crypto media and they have very good connections here in Chinese community. and. They may based in they may be based in New York or somewhere, but they, they can approach to Chinese uh, community and report uh, what are happening here. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that that is a trend, and we, that's why we, we can see a lot of amazing stories about uh, China and about Chinese community. For sure, uh, and so that kind of mentioned the kind of a little bit of the disconnect that has been uh has been around in terms of people not exactly understanding what's happening on the ground in china do you think that's starting to be uh and y'all are doing your part obviously too do you think that's starting to uh kind of converge in a way that there's less of a disconnect between the west uh and mainland china now um do you see that as kind of a trend um yeah we can see the gap however uh, as more and more people are trying to bridge 
the gap between the West and the East. I think that so far for for Chinese, uh, for as a Chin as a Chinese, I definitely I can read uh, the latest um, stories about uh, crypto in U.S. in Europe, and for like us, we 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 aggressively translate the new stuff <laughs> to Chinese community. Yeah, and more and more. Chinese-speaking journalists, they are trying to 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 do same thing. They translate Chinese uh, media reports to Western community. So I think the gap, we we can break the gap. We can bridge sure. the gap. Yeah, uh, and then uh, so there's the kind of uh, reporting, uh, you know, news aspect of of this. Uh, but events have also been kind of uh, uh, pretty. Uh, for you know, an important part of kind of the ecosystem developing in China, um, from mm -hmm. uh, you know large in-person events uh, happening all over the country, from Chengdu, Beijing, uh, Hangzhou, Shanghai, yeah. Shenzhen, all over the place. Um, and I've been to you know a ton of different cities just just for these conferences that you know you get more people than you see at, at uh, your average conference over here. Uh, and something that obviously had a took a few months of hiatus, um, but then uh, recently. Uh, we kind of had the reemergence of that uh, in-person conference scene uh, and something that actually got a lot of coverage in the West was this mining event um, that you all yeah. uh, held in Chengdu last week, um, a little more than a week, a little more than a week ago. Uh, talk about the, the uh, in-person conference scene, uh, how that came, I guess that last mining event came to be. Obviously there had, there had been this trend of uh, a large mining event in Sichuan each spring. So y'all kind of took that mantle this year and uh, talk a little bit about that process. Okay, you know, uh, I think that it might be the only big event in crypto since the beginning of this year, right? I think so, yeah, <laughs> in the entire world. <laughs> we are so lucky. Um, yeah. At that time, um, it's, it was safe to travel. But you know, uh, currently that is uh, that is uh, uh, that become a problem again. Yeah, you just squeeze it in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> one week uh, so we're so, available. Yeah, yeah, we are so lucky. We can uh, we can invite almost uh, um, I think all, almost all key persons in crypto in China to the event to talk about uh, mining business. Uh, talk about. Uh, talk about uh, blockchain technology as uh, in Chengdu. Uh, you know, um, the, the topic of the event is about mining. However, we, we also have um, crypto uh, funds. We also have some um, luggage uh, crypto projects uh, and some developers to the event as well. Um, definitely the mining is a hot topic. Uh, you know, you know, we just experienced the uh, um, the Bitcoin halving, and for 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 miners, they want to understand what will go, what will uh, happen in this industry, and uh, uh, miner manufacturers. They, they they want to engage with miners to 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 understand what uh, uh, what they demand. So uh, the conference is, I, 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 I would like to, uh, I would like to think about the conference, the kind of uh, um, social platform or engagement mm -hmm. platform. People can talk to each other and exchange 
exchange uh, their their experience um, in last uh, in, in 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 last uh, uh, quarters. You know, they have they, they they have to be at home for a while. They need to 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 meet friends to meet their clients. So so. So, so I think that is that is the beauty of the conference. Uh, for sure, um, we have uh, some some uh, we have uh, top uh, mining pools. We have uh, top um, players in the in, in the industry to to give presentations, to 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 give uh, lightning talks. But I think the the most beautiful part of the event is to have people. Sure. In one city, and to meet friends, yeah, that is sure. my observations about the event. Yeah, so I, I, if I if if I am correct, I I think um, around twenty to thirty functions, events, cocktails, cocktails took place in Chengdu during that week. It's yeah, kind yeah. of real blockchain <laughs> week, but yeah, no yeah. official organizer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hopefully, hopefully there are more in 2020. But so far, it's the only one. Uh, actually, we had obviously we had to postpone our Bitcoin 2020 event, which you were going to be at in uh, San Francisco. Um, but yeah, it's good to be able to have that in, in uh, this last week. And it's June 17th now, and so we've just had a little bit of an uptick in uh, COVID cases again, unfortunately. And so some of that travel is yeah. starting to be restricted again, as you mentioned. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I guess to talk just a little bit more about that event in that week, uh, I was there last year for the uh, uh, mining event uh, spring in, uh, in Chengdu. And uh, it, it seems like one one thing that's really progressed since then is this um, trend of uh, more companies, more services, more products aimed at kind of financial services for miners. Uh, and that was, I think, something that was uh, pretty clear in, in the uh, content of the conference this year and, and the companies that were there. Uh, any other trends that you're seeing? And then if you want to talk about that trend at all uh, in terms of, uh, you know, mining industry, kind of what's, what trends you saw from that event? Okay, for mining industry, I think um, you know, uh, mining industry was a black box for for outsiders. They have their own community. You have to drink. If you cannot yeah. drink, you cannot be a part of that community, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, I have to say that uh, the mining community is very very local, especially for for you. Even you, you cannot engage with directly engage with the real miners here in China. Mm -hmm. uh, um, my observation is that uh, um, after the after the halving, uh, you can we can see uh, the pressure miners are facing. Yeah, they 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 want to they want to they are keen to learn. Um, so one thing is about financial service to miners. Um, exchanges, uh, some um, emerging crypto financial uh, service providers, they are keen to educate miners how to use some, some um, toolkits to, uh, to manage some risks. So, uh, so right. uh, that is that is that is rapid growing uh, sector 
in, in, in our industry. Uh, number two is about uh, mining business model. Uh, I think, uh, I believe the mining business, business, business model will change and miners are seeking to upgrade their business. Um, but what will be new business model? I have no idea. I, I, I heard a lot of discussions. Miners want to, 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 to learn uh, how to make profits after having. However, I don't, I don't have answer. Yeah. But I believe the change will happen very, very soon. Yeah. And then uh, Sichuan, obviously, uh, where because uh, uh, um, the rainy season is, is kind of why that tends to yeah. tends to be there in in the spring. I saw that there were some mudslides last night. Do, do you know how how have you seen that? Do you know how bad that those were this this week? Um, yeah, this I, morning. I read some I read some uh, uh, reports about it. However, um, um, I talked to several uh, miners as well. Um, I believe the I believe uh, that is true, but but you haven't heard of anyone I was, I was not in the I was not in in uh, in, in Sichuan. I, I don't know the, the real situation. However, yeah. I, I you know people exchange pictures, people exchange photos about the incidents. Mm -hmm. I think that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so mining, obviously, something that uh, is deeply rooted in China, uh, and uh, you know, part of the industry. That I think everyone would agree is is going to be uh, long lasting and growing. Uh, any other um, kind of what other parts of of the Bitcoin ecosystem are you bullish on in China now? You mentioned kind of the unicorns of uh, the exchanges there. Uh, uh, <laughs> what um, I guess as we look as we pass the having and and look into this next kind of cycle. Uh, what other kind of parts of the Bitcoin ecosystem are you bullish on in China, uh, businesses that are growing there? Um, very good question. You know, um, for, 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 for Bitcoin ecosystem, I think uh, for technology, um, most of uh, Bitcoin developers are in Western countries. Um, but mining industry is here in China. Um, exchange, most of top exchanges are here in China. So if we talk about uh, Bitcoin ecosystem uh, in China, I, I think, uh, yeah, definitely we should look at uh, mining business and exchanges. However, I think more and more uh, emerging um, um, service providers um, are here, for example, wallet. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I, I noticed uh, a couple of new uh, wallet products uh, developed by uh, Chinese uh, teams. I think that uh, is it's really amazing. Yeah. Mm. For example, Kobo. Yeah, I think you know them. Yeah. And another trend is about um, uh, service, uh, financial service. Due, due to uh, uh, because uh, most of miners uh, are here, so some some uh, the financial providers they, they are very close to their clients. Mm -hmm. So they, they, they can innovate. They can they can innovate their products and develop um, the products according to uh, 
miners' uh, request. So we can see a lot of innovations here in China in uh, in crypto financing sector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, that is very important. More and more miners will choose to use our financial uh, tools to hedge risk and uh, secure their uh, assets. For sure, De definitely a trend. Um, and then uh, to kind of the competitive landscape for a couple of those sectors too. Uh, you've seen, uh, you know, we've, we've, uh, something that's kind of covered extensively is this kind of, um, uh, you know, mining hardware competition, who's, you know, in the lead now, what's happening. Obviously there's been a lot of drama with Bitmain, uh, <laughs> yeah. micro, uh, 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 oh, drama. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the, uh, so, uh, and then, I, uh, Canon, uh, you know, went, went public in the U S then you have eBay trying to now, uh, any, any, get any just thoughts from you on the competitive landscape of that hardware, uh, ecosystem in China, any kind of trends you're seeing that, that, uh, uh, of, mm, it's a very good question. You know, for, for, for hardware, I think, uh, China is good. Ch Chinese companies are good at, um, production. Uh, however, I think um, um, in, in, in mining hardware industry here, um, I, I, my, my observation is um, the, uh, the competitors or the, 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 com the players uh, are there already. Uh, we, maybe we can see uh, one or two uh, emerging in the market. However, um, it's very difficult for, 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 for newcomers to the market. Mm -hmm. And so, really you've seen all these new competitors that have come up, they've all um, spun out of existing, you know, hardware, uh, uh, you know, production kind of groups anyway, with Microbit and Bitmain with, uh, you know, a lot of these things. So uh, competitive landscape then of, of exchanges too. So uh, you may not be able to talk too, too much about this, but, uh, you know, you have OKCoin and, and Huobi, which have, are, are kind of seen at least uh, as more sort of connected, a little bit more, um, uh, you know, uh, I guess connected uh, in Beijing. And then uh, Binance <laughs> kind of coming in, being a little bit of a, uh, seen more of as kind of a, a rogue, move fast and break things type of organization. Uh, any comments on kind of the, uh, I guess the, the level of acceptance of those exchange businesses, the relationships that um, do exist um, to allow them to function how they're functioning. Any, any thoughts on those, on that uh, exchange landscape in China now? Okay. You know, um, it's very similar to our uh, hardware industry. I think um, the, exi the existing uh, players are there already. Uh, for sport market, um, Definitely, we have top three already. Um, even as you said, two of them are in Beijing. Yeah, they are in Beijing. However, uh, they are doing um, crypto trading business. They, they never ever say uh, they have a crypto trading business here in mainland China. Mm -hmm. They always say for, for trading business, that's, that, is, um, that is not in, in, in China. So, um, so I think um, it's it's very difficult to 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 find a new big player 
in, in, in exchange, especially in spot, spot exchange. Uh, for, but, but nowadays, I think, um, you know, contracts, the, the futures, uh, the Bitcoin Primitive, futures yeah. Are, yeah, are very, very hot. Mm -hmm. They have, I believe, uh, that is perhaps the next big thing in uh, trading business. Um, yeah, perhaps we can see new uh, emerging players in that field. Yeah. For sure, we, we have several already. For example, Bybit is, and FTX, they are really new players in, this, in, in, in the market. Yeah. Uh for sure. And then, and then you have also these exchanges that, uh, you know, they uh, have their businesses when they are always looking to kind of break into anything else that uh, becomes a trend from, you know, starting their own mining pools to uh, doing a lot more of that lending and financial services focused on miners. Like you had. Uh, yeah, you are you know, right. You saw some that in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you are right. For, 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 for the established big exchange, they want to have everything they want to provide all full range service to 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 their clients from um, um trading uh, mining pools to financial service yeah they they, they 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 want to to be a kind of non-stop one-stop shop they're sure they're they're they doing it yeah, and and your y'all's headquarters is, is in Beijing, uh, and you're you know around a lot of that action uh, there. Um, any uh, kind of last thing lets you take anything? Uh, any any other kind of uh, trends that you're seeing? You know, post having for the rest of the year. Uh, any predictions on uh, the industry in China as we head into a, hopefully the next bull cycle pretty soon? Okay, um, it's difficult to give a predict. In, uh, because our industry changed very very quickly, uh, um, so far, I'm, um, I want to see what I want to I want to say is that um, you know um, we sh we may should pay more attention to um, um, public chains besides uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum, because so far. Um, Hot take. So my, so many, uh, so many projects, uh, especially public chains, um, claimed they they will be competitors of a Bitcoin network or Bit uh, Ethereum network. However, no one so far succeeds. That's why I think, yeah, um, you know, we 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 have uh, we have uh, met a lot of projects. They they, they claimed they are uh, blockchain uh, 3.0, 4.0. So far, no no one <laughs> really achieved sure. that. So so I think we should keep our eyes open and look at the next big thing in public chain. Hmm. If we we if we we only have Bitcoin, we only have Ethereum. I think oh. That is not enough. We need more players in this industry. We we need more. We need more players to have users, crypto users, on board. That is my opinion. Uh, I guess w one other big player that uh, is kind of seen as uh, adjacent to 
the industry is this uh, trend of central bank digital currencies. So DCEP in China, oh, so any thoughts, any yeah. thoughts on that going forward, uh, kind of where it sits now, what you see happening? Yeah, um, everyone's talking about uh, uh, digital currency. How I, I, I don't think um, they are relevant to our industry. <laughs> um, okay, Bitcoin is digital and uh, central bank digital currency is digital. I think that's all. That's all. <laughs> um, <laughs> so maybe more, maybe more uh, relevant to the rails of you know, WeChat Pay and Alipay. How, yeah, any, you, thoughts you said on, it. any thoughts on how you see that? playing out i guess uh i think uh i have uh several friends um who are working for tencent or um um uh, alibaba uh, they are watching closely at um the central the central bank digital uh, currency they, they they are keen to understand the the, the development progress I, I think that that is true because they will compete directly. For us, I believe in crypto native. So um, yes, if we are using, um, if, if more and more people will have a digital wallet, that is good. However, yeah. uh, personally, I believe in, um, you know, cryptocurrency will be the future for, you know, I really, really concerned about privacy. That's why I believe in uh, cryptocurrency rather than digital currency. That is mm. my personal view. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Uh, that's why we're we're uh, grinding through these last two and a half years of uh, bear market, right? Right, right as you entered the industry. <laughs> uh, well, thanks. So all, all, all great, all great info. Uh, last thing, uh, more of a fun one. Uh, one, one recommendation. Uh, for where you are, a city in China, maybe uh, maybe you're not in Beijing right now. Give, give us a recommendation for uh, uh, where you are. Okay, maybe a restaurant, as movie, anything. Okay, as you as you said, um, uh, Chinese Chinese headquarters in Beijing. However, we are decentralized. <laughs> wow. uh, we have we, yeah we have uh, we have two offices. One is in Beijing, and the other one is in Shanghai. However, we have uh, our, uh, we have um, our reporters. I mean, full-time reporters in Bangkok, in Sichuan, and in other city in other cities in China. Personally, myself is in um, Xiamen or Amoy in in uh, in old English Amoy. Uh, it is a coastal city in south uh, eastern Ch China, very beautiful mm -hmm. city. I would like to recommend that, re recommend this city. You know, um, this city is very close to Taiwan Island, and um, it is well known for its good climate and uh, uh, Hawking culture. And the most what, what important, uh, Hawking is kind of very local uh, culture. And cool. the most important thing is a lot of crypto pioneers are based here in this city. Mm. Uh, um, I, I met a, a lot of amazing people. They, um, they, have, they, they, they jumped into crypto in early to 2011 or 2012. 
in very, very early uh, days. And um, I, I met several quite whales here. So this city is, is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Good deal. Well, great recommendation. Uh, we'll have to get over there as soon as uh, we get travel back, back and running. Uh, yeah. Thanks for your time. You, you should all the insights. You should come to to you should come to Xiamen and meet some some crypto guys here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I'll be hitting you up. Uh, well, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. And uh, have a have a great night over there. Okay. Thank you, John. Thank you. All of the content in this episode is for informational purposes only. You should not construe any such information or other material as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Nothing contained in this presentation constitutes solicitation, recommendation, endorsement, or offer by BTC Media, the Let's Talk Bitcoin Podcast Network, or any third-party service provider to buy or sell any securities or other financial instruments. Oh,